to the Better You Podcast. Appreciate you joining us again on this morning, afternoon, or evening, or whenever you might be listening to us here. Um, want to go around the room, say what's up to everybody. Joe, what's happening? Nah, nothing, man. I was waiting for y'all to, you know, get this podcast started. Oh my god! Yeah, nah. I was waiting. I was waiting a while for you. Well, we want. Well, Joe, we want to be transparent with you. We had to call and wake you up. You was taking you what you call at nine thirty at night a nap. Joe was mad old, yo. I ain't gonna yeah, lie. Yeah, that's crazy. Yo, man, I've been up since three in the morning. Yeah, so, so, yeah. Actually, man, that's a lie. I've been up to like 5.30, but I'm bored I don't care anymore. Yeah, anyway. Yeah, I'm bored with the conversation. <laughs> Everything you... is good here, yeah, dogs. Everything is good, man. Yeah. I'm ready to get it popping, man. No doubt. And excuses. Why these excuses? We were here. We were waiting. We here. On time. No doubt. Down reliable. Yeah, a little bit late. I'll take ownership for that. You know, the kid, I forgot my own son's birthday for a minute. I remembered it in the morning. Then when we was talking about recording, I completely forgot about it. Happy so, birthday, young king. No doubt, my young Party king, bomb. AJ, no doubt. Respect, little cars. Yeah. So I want to open it up. I want to um, thank everybody. We've been getting a lot of feedback. Uh, I've been getting feedback via text. Everybody's been getting feedback via text or we've been in emails from people saying that they really enjoy the content and everything so I appreciate everyone that's out there that's listening you know we hope to grow and be influential in your lives and, and have you take something away from this podcast one of the things that I kept seeing was a lot of people uh, were talking about like, well, what is our podcast and, I mean there's no real definition to what we do we have a guidelines and, and um, kind of what we spoke about, what we wanted the podcast to be about, and anybody could chime in at any time. But this podcast is is meant to be the way that it is to talk about a diverse subjects to bring information to you. So not nothing, none of the things you might hear at other places, which is cool. And we subscribe to some of those other podcasts or things like that. But we want to be informational to you. We talk about a, a myriad of different things that's going on in the world, but really mm-hmm. that pertain to you that may go on in your life, whether you be single, whether you be a single mother, single father, married parents with children, or whatever it is, that you walk away, every time you walk away from this podcast, you say, yo, outside of everything, I learned something. I walked away with something. I'm more informed. And that's right. really what this podcast is about. Yeah, talk your shit, yo. <laughs> so, <laughs> with-, with that being said, we wanted to... Uh, jump into something. I know we've been talking in the group chat. We kind of really uh, skinned over it a little bit with uh, this Michael Rappaport and, and, and Meek situation. Well, I don't want to call it a situation. The comments that he made on Meek. Mm. And I want to go to Joe first on this because I know you kind of had a little bit of angst with Michael Rappaport and how he was speaking. Or maybe I maybe have that incorrect because I didn't read all the messages in our group text. What do you think about it? I, I definitely felt some type of way. Like, uh, on the one hand, I kind of like Michael Rappaport. I mean, he's been in like some like legendary like black movies and stuff. Folks, I remember him most from. I don't know if they might remember most from, but he been in some Spike Lee Johnson. Um, he was in Do the Right Thing, so folks probably definitely like know that. But um, 
He was? Yeah. yeah. He was in the pizza yeah. shop. Did you yeah. not see Duke? Oh, my God. Yo, you the movie, man. Yeah, yeah he was that's Remy. Wild. Wasn't he Remy, too? He, he was, was also Remy. That's what I, Remy. That's what I yeah. yeah, Remy. Because that's what he sounded like when he was making his comments. You sounded yeah. like Remy from High Learning. What? Actually, nah. He wasn't sounding like Remy from High Learning. It was sounding like he was sounding like somebody that was yeah, a little too comfortable. Why? Somebody that was like letting the house and he been over the house a lot. He chilling, you know, saying he the cool white boy in the room. And son got him to the point where he could feel as though he could critique like Meek Mill as a rapper. And I don't know. Just- nah, you know what, yo, not to cut you, but what listen, up? man. It's not even the critique and Meek Mill as a rapper. It's that it sounded stupid, like you're yeah. wrong. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And that, <laughs> like, yo, that's right there. We can, we can stop right there. Yeah. You can't call. You can call somebody like, oh, I don't like this stuff. But Meek Mill, you can't say. He said Meek Mill is trash. Yeah. That's different from saying I don't like Meek Mill. And you know how I feel about the whole subject. I kind of, from my standpoint, I've worked in this industry a long time. I have a different take on it. You can't comment on my culture. It's cool. You want to say you shot the little tribe called Questing. You want to feel like you're a part of the culture. That's all cute, Remy, but I'm not falling for none of that. Yeah. You made yourself look like you don't know nothing about this culture and you don't know nothing about hip hop. You know what I'm saying? You want to be cute on the net. That's all cute and all that. You want to yell and scream and act like and, you're part of this culture. I'm not with none and, of that. And it showed that he really is like tone deaf when it comes to the culture because he's bringing up the Meek Mill Drake beef that's been over. Yeah, and it's like, yo, bring it. Why is he going at Meek now? Like, now? Talk about it this time. Yo, this crazy. Like, yo, honestly, yo, is this coming from somewhere? I don't Meek got receipts. I mean, I don't know. I got to look. I got, I mean, we got, we we might have to put a tail on him. He might be a plant. Yeah, because, yo, you got to think, man, it got to be coming from somewhere because right now is a horrible time to come at Meek. Meek yeah. is on top of his game. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. And then and then his point, and as a person that has lived in the studio, his point of saying, oh, he's always offbeat. He's not rhyming on beat. Like, what are you talking about? You don't even talk on beat. <laughs> like, <laughs> 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 you know, I'm not going to waste no more time on it. And you got something you want to add to it? You can't trust a guy going to sit there and criticize the art. You can't be like, this guy feels this way or his rhyme is offbeat. None of that matters. The whole thing about art is that it's not any kind of self-defined kind of thing. You roll it, you greet, whatever it's supposed to be. I mean, I mean, when you have a problem with like crucial conflict or bone thugs and harmony, I, after all of you, I have no idea what they're saying, but it's still lit to me. But I'm not saying like, oh, they're rapping too fast or they, they don't. No, no, no. They're not part of the. We know thing. they Uncle Charles. Yeah, yeah. That's all I know. Yeah. Uncle Charles is about. But the whole thing is that you don't, if, if you're not if you're not part of the culture, if you haven't claimed you're part of the culture, you really shouldn't be the kind of person that's going to come forward and go ahead and criticize. Like I said, you, you did the tribe for a questing, you're a Knicks fan, you're a New York guy, all right, that's great. Cool, but it, it, it's not his place to say it, but he's going to say whatever he's going to say, but let's just make sure. trash. Yeah, I mean, it's trash. And fuck it. Right now, you don't fuck with Meek. I don't care if Meek is walking in the studio farting on beats and shit. Like, Murder. He, he is the, he is like, he in that criminal justice reform. Exactly. He's in that he is, space right now. He might be. Outside of most, Jay, he is on. definitely one of the yeah. most important figures in the culture yeah. right now. Shit, but absolutely, yeah, I was just right though. We gave this man too much time. Yeah, I but, can't yeah. give him no power. Um, but speaking of people that's 
trying to be part of the culture. We're going to go to one, somebody that's fucking up the culture. We're talking to you, Jesse Smollett. <laughs> like I mean, hey yo, you, you know what I, you know, you know what I learned though while we were waiting for um for young Joseph that they that that since all this stuff came out, yep, they yep. are reducing his his um roles from eight to four. You know what I mean? Eight to four scenes, and he's lost the solo um right. song he that lost, he was supposed right. to have. So so the, mm. to, right exactly. And I, I heard that today. He lost. He had four scenes, four solo scenes. Well, eight, he, he had eight to... scenes. He had eight <clears throat> scenes reduced to four. Right. Oh, he had eight scenes reduced to four. And they took, yeah, it, it was either eight or nine. And they, they took away, they only, they, I think he had four performances and they took away three and only left with yeah. one. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, yeah, well, I'm, you know what I'm saying? I, one thing I'll say, and I'm not, I don't, I, well, this person in Lee Daniels, he does kind of a lot of weird things going on, but I'm glad he's taking this stance. And being firm on it because I mean I'm looking at it. I, I pay attention to the show a little bit. I'm not in, you know in tune with the show as I was when it first came on. But mm-hmm. he's trash for this. If everything is true, the way they laying it out, and the more evidence that comes out, it's it's almost like the Chicago police is like, look, look, bro, we don't want to do this to you. But the more you keep trying to go on TV and say something, the more we gonna let out about how. For shit you are. So either you need to come clean or we just gonna oh we just gonna open up the floodgates. Yeah, and pretty much at this point, yeah, you know, everybody should know that we're talking about uh Jesse Smollett's uh alleged racist and uh homophobic attack that he endured on the mean streets of Chicago while trying to go to Subway for uh, a delicious <laughs> uh, two AM the fuck meal is that? Is that dinner, breakfast? What fuck yeah, whatever you're trying to do. Yeah. By these two crazed white MAGA uh, white right. supremacists and shit. It was, right. it was crazy. It was gully. They fucking put a noose on them, beat the shit out of them, threw bleach on them. He survived. Then we find out about a week, two later, with a couple Nigerians. Who knows? They even fucked him up. They might have scratched his face. He went here and scratched. Motherfucker was acting. But hold on, I, I'm surprised, like, because because Joe, you gave a real great perspective on this just before we got here, because you're the one that said like before before anything. when it first came out, yeah. before when it first came out, it was homophobic, but now that he's that, that they think he's lying, then all of a sudden he's a black liar. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I feel I'm paying attention to the, to these cues also, mm-hmm. and that's why to, to be honest with you guys, like I'm not really willing to kill him just yet because I don't know, and I'm I'm willing to wait at this point in time because. I don't want to sway with the wind now. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I, I don't. I don't want to, man, because it's too easy to paint black people like this. Right. And you know what I mean? Like, and I'm listening to how how it's going down because now it's it's, it's all on political news, like heavy. Mm-hmm. Kamala Harris has had the answer to this because she's put out tweets and stuff like that. Right. You look. You, I'm watching Fox News on Hannity, um, and and um, Donald Trump Jr. is coming out there and 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 with all these tweets saying um saying oh now they're removing Trump's name from it, et cetera, et cetera. You know what I mean? They're using this as a political tool right now. So, you know, I want right. to wait because it, because it's hard to, li- listen, man, whether he was attacked or not, and, you know, there's speculation on all of this stuff, right? But I, once politics get involved, mm-hmm. it's hard to say because you don't know, you don't know why this right. stuff is coming out. Mm-hmm. Right. Why are we getting this information now the way that we're getting it, this painting this man this way? No. Right. If, if it's real, we'll find out if it's real. Well, if it's not, we'll find out if it's not. Right. Yeah. And, and I'm still, and I'll, I'll, again, I'll still hold the police to the fight either way because it's not like 
this little thing that you're going to try and overshadow what you did to Laquan McDonald, that we never going to forget that playboy. So you could try Facts. and spin this however you want to spin it. We never going to forget that. You see the police officer, um, the police officer uh, that, that killed Laquan McDonald and went to jail. You see um, his wife been coming out trying to act like he, he's some kind of victim now. Man, I'm off that. Let me, let me not get into that because I'll be upset, man. Because right. she was sitting there acting like he getting, he's the one getting attacked and railroaded, and you can't attack our family. Meanwhile, he's killing young black men. So let's get off of that. Right. But well, we can move on. We can move on because right now the cult, the culture is under attack from many different angles. Black History Month. Right. Bro. In Black History Month, we can run they right into it. Steve Harvey and Monique. Ah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's a fact. Right. Because so. I think we all in here had a chance. I know I put in the group chat a few times. I know I think Ant might have been the last one I had to catch up on it. So has every everybody seen the whole the two both parts, correct? Oh sure. yeah, they can't what we're talking about though. Right, yeah, I'm about to get into it. So what we're talking about is Steve and Monique having a conversation. Obviously, they have a long history together, and this is maybe the first time on air that they've had a conversation mm-hmm. about the blackballing of Monique in Hollywood from both ends. From I want to say from a black Hollywood end and from a Hollywood end. Absolutely, because and yeah, it's the convers- now. right and the conversation that's the conversation that's being had on how Steve Harvey views how she's handling the situation, and terms of how he wants her to handle the situation. Because I think that's what it is. I think there's he's he doesn't like how he's she's handling the situation, and then his thing is you should handle it like this and. I'll be the first to speak out on Steve Harvey mm-hmm. because people that know me that listen to this podcast, they know that I'm a person that kind of, I really like Steve Harvey. In terms mm-hmm. of some of his content things he's done, I've been a person that right. has met Steve Harvey throughout my industry, throughout working in his industry. I'm a person that has gone to, twice has gone to his quote-unquote hoodie awards that he's had in Vegas for a good, grown, and sexy time with my wife, and I had a good time. And I enjoy some of the things he has he has said in terms of manhood, in terms of black men, because that's something mm-hmm. that I that I you know I champion for young for young black men. But mm-hmm. I have to say what he said, and with the had the audacity he had to say, it, and with the power and force behind his voice, meaning not the power and force behind his voice per se, but the power and force that he was trying to put it on Monique. Yeah, I was like, we black out here, Monique. What you mean? Like, what are you mm. talking about? We all know that. We could clearly yeah. see that. What are you real? What are you really saying? Let's pull. Let's let's pull. Let's pull the covers off. What What are you really saying? Are you a plan? Mm-hmm. What are you saying? Are you arguing with her about holding her integrity? And let's be clear. And I know I'm, I'm going on, but let's be clear. I was a person that kind of looked at Monique like, "Yo, wait a minute." But again, I was looking at it from a business standpoint. I wasn't thinking about her integrity. And whether she was even right or wrong, I was like, I don't know about the Netflix thing. I don't know. Like, I'm kind of trying to figure it out. And then when she went on stage and said SMD to Oprah and Tyler, like, I was like, okay, hold on. Like, I don't know if I like this whole way that you're going about it. But his way of dealing with her and over-talking her and letting Joe break down what SMD means for the people. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I just, just want to say a little something real quick. Like, anybody that didn't yeah. catch the video of Monique or yeah. Steve Harvey show, it was pretty much a like you know coming together brother sister type thing, where you know, right? Steve Harvey like 
and Monique got to air out their whole little like all both both of their feelings about things. And folks know how um, loud and like proud Monique been about making sure that she got what she deserved as a as a legend out here. And you rocked with her on that too hard, hard body. Yeah, so, Mo- I don't Monique, know how you Monique feel is right a, now. Monique is a legend. And... Yeah, no, but like I want to know how you feel now. Like after watching after watching her and Steve Harvey, like what is what is your feelings after watching that? My, okay. Because you were you were hard body on on the Monique. And and I, and the whole thing, that my whole thing is I love the way that Monique represented. Mo- uh-huh. people, yep. some folks say that Monique, didn't but say now enough, though, but she represented and she held. And um, I was shocked how candid. I was, it was weird to me how candid Steve Harvey was up right, there, right. even though he, even though the shit that he said, like, dog, you sound like a fucking clown. You sound weak. You sound like you left the black woman out there alone. You, you, right. not, not, you don't sound like you did. You were telling us that you did and giving us some bullshit reason, like yeah. you fucking um, some fucking house nigga in the um, in in. The, you know, during slave times and shit, like Nasser gonna come and say you can't eat the better parts of the fucking pigs and niggas in the fucking field dog. It's like you acting, yeah. you acting like you know, acting like you got millions and millions and millions of dollars and like a half a dozen jobs and shit, still paying you millions of dollars. Like it was weird to me, and yeah. he, he, I was like, I'm thinking, damn, you fucked up for saying this, but I guess I feel you protecting your money, but. How you even say? How you even fixing your mouth to say this shit on like national TV? Like, I mean, I got a lot to say on this. Yeah. So I, that's why I kind of want to hear your angle, though. You know what I mean? Before that, I that's to, how I feel on it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, like okay, first, can I start from the beginning, the top of the list with this thing? It's the aesthetics of it. Yeah, sure. It was horrible. It was like a black man. Like we're in Me Too era. Like, let's just be real. Let's go to it. Like, and I'm sitting here watching her get scolded by a Steve Harvey who leaned forward. You know what I mean? Right, just, right. I mean, just the aesthetics of it, where he was leaning mm-hmm. forward and acting like he was teaching her. He was grabbing her hand and saying, acting like he was, you know what I mean? Like, uh, no, uh, no, this is the, your brother. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he was saying these things, and like, I, like I understood it. See, if you listen to Steve Harvey and you forget that he's a comedian, right? Like, see, you got to go back and look, like, just like Terry Crews stuff, right? You have to go back and look because he's been telling us that he thinks thinks this way the whole time. Every time he gets on an award show, he says, oh, y'all can mess up my money. You know what I mean? Oh, you know the white people pay me. He says it. We laugh because he says it, it but because it, it sounds funny because it was so blatant. But now he's actually living out what he was saying. You know what I mean? And so now we know that he's really attached to these things that he was saying that we thought were just jokes. You know what right. I mean? So, like, so, so we could place that to the side. So the aesthetics were horrible. You know what I mean, and it, it and it looked and it did look like an attack on Monique, which which to her credit, she withstood, listened right. to, withstood, and then overcame. So I give her a lot of credit for how she handled that. You know what I mean? Like I I honestly do. I give Monique a lot of credit for listening to that, for handling it the way that she did. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And 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 for getting it through that moment. Now this to uh, to Steve Harvey, I gotta agree with you, Joe. Man, like he is. See, the, the problem that I have with this, and this is the real issue that I'm having with all of this is, is that there's always going to be a Steve Harvey type. Right. And for right or wrong, we're always going to need that type too. You know what I mean? Because there got to be somebody in the house. Right. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, it just, 
It just it for whatever reason, just look from the history of who we are and how we exist in 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 America. There got to be somebody in the house. Now he's not gonna. It's uncomfortable. It wasn't. It, it wasn't a good feeling. And we can globally disagree with what he's saying, but the fact that he exists, I can't. I don't have a problem with it. You know what I mean? The way he was just, like, handling, just the way he just was handling the whole thing. It was like, yes, yeah. yeah, sister, I know they've been raping you and shit. And I, you know, I, like, you, like it's like Monique been raped and it's her big brother. Like, nah, man, just don't talk about that shit. Just go yeah. out of here. Yo. And, and, and she was saying, my problem with Monique though, and because I just shot out a lot of bells. So let me go back to this. My problem with Monique <laughs> is, is that you have this fight, right? These people are are are, are um, blackballing you. But you also have equity, name equity. We right. know who you are. Right. You can actually put things out and you're not doing it. And my problem with Steve Harvey is that he's acting like you can't both get, get money and have integrity. Right. You can do both, Steve Harvey. You can have, so I, I, don't, I didn't like the message because I wanted the counter message to come out there. And I, I don't think Monique, Monique didn't elocute, it, elocute herself well enough to let, her, to let us know that, that you, you can both have integrity and get money because Monique stopped with, I just want to have the integrity. She didn't want to go get the bag after that. Yeah, and that's the part of her, that's the part about her that confuses me. I think it, but, but you she know, what? like she may not be able to get that bag. Like, she but, could get the bag, Joe, because she could feel, listen, like, she didn't. So if Netflix not giving you a bag, there's HBO, Showtime. There you you could be you could open up doors in Cinemax. There's stars. But she didn't do any of it. It's one of them things like it, it, it like the money. Yeah, Monique wanted more money and shit. But it was I think it was more just so like the disrespect. Okay, but that, see that's, nah, what I'm, that's the problem I'm having. You can take the that, disrespect and empower yourself. That goes back to what I, that goes back to what I said. So then if if, if integrity is what, is what you're standing on, still mm-hmm. go get the money. Because you do have name equity and you do have the ability to go get this. I paper. mean, don't don't get it twisted. Like since all that, I think Monique has been like touring and stuff. It's not. Well, she's got a resume. She right could do now, bigger than that. She's got a resume. She's got a residency at the SLS. Yeah. At the SLS in Vegas. So she has a residency coming. Is up. that what she the told thing? Oprah Lee Daniels and then the suck her dick that she don't yeah, have? Yeah, on stage. Did, did on she stage. say suck? Did she say suck my no, dick? She said, she, yeah. say, she said if, if I, I had, had one, dick, I would. Yeah, and she yeah. said it. Was, she said it in that, mo- that that Monique voice, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. But you know what? One of the things I want to say about Monique, and again, yeah. I was a person that that'll come on here and say I kind of was like I don't know. You know, me and you, Joe, we, we went back and forth about it for a minute. The queen. I have to say, I have to I say, protect I black women. I commend you. I have to say that she she withheld herself and you could tell that she was like, you know what? I could really destroy you, Steve, but I'm gonna save you. I'm gonna let you destroy yourself. I'm not gonna Mm. say nothing. Cause I don't wanna do to you what people been doing to me. I'ma just be quiet. She put her hand and looked like she put her hand over her mouth to specifically not say what she really wanted to say to him, that she probably told him in a back room. And then went on her own podcast or her own IG or whatever it is, and then shot him some bail by saying, and this is another thing, what Fox and a lot of other stations tried to do was say, oh, she told Steve that she was going to punch him in his face, which she did. That's but that's sweet. not what she yeah, did. Yeah, but that was... Right, right. Yeah, yeah that, was, that, was, that, was, that was black people humor. Right. Like, that was you know humor what I mean? that we all got, and at the end, yeah. she got up and was punching him in his chest saying, I'm going to punch you up. I'm going to beat you up. I'm going to beat yeah. you up. Yeah. And they tried to turn it and flip it mm-hmm. to make it something violent, because when before we saw it, yeah. that was the number one thing that came across 
my timeline. Oh, you know, yeah, that was tells, the headline. That was yeah. the first thing. I was like, wait, wait. Really? What? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Before we even watched this shit. Okay. Nah, that was the first thing. See, but that's why context always matters. And I have mm-hmm. a problem with the information age because people don't ever click. Yeah. They just we, look at that. We didn't click. I was well, like, we didn't click. Yeah. Shit. I'm like, man, nah, fuck well, that well, shit. In our defense, we <laughs> yeah. didn't click because there was nothing to click. It was yeah. coming out from audience uh, yeah. numbers. And that was okay. the number one thing that came out was that she told she told Steve, she told she told him that. But I'm, I'm, I'm saying that I'm really disappointed, Steve. It's almost like that he was scared to lose his money again. And what I mean by that is Steve had, if I'm not mistaken, a $20 million tax bill. And I, and which is one of the reasons he started doing all these jobs, because a couple of jobs he wasn't even taking a check from; it was all going to the IRS to repay that twenty million dollar tax lien that he had, through no fault of his yeah. own. If you he was like an indentured servant, right? So he was looking oh, at it, like right? He was scared, like, "Oh, master, gonna come take this away. You better don't don't let him." Hey, go. yo, let me let me put light to it. You know what? Yeah, Steve Harvey is who Dame been talking to. Indirectly, but Dame been talking to him, like working for somebody. You know what I mean? All the things that Dame says, like that 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 it didn't sound right. It it, it makes sense for a Steve Harvey who actually has the money but still is a slave to the money. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He, he he doesn't believe that he can both have integrity. It's, I'm gonna keep going back to this. Yeah. You can both have integrity and make your paper. Yeah. You can't get paid in the earth this big. You worthless, worthless kid. Yeah. That's hey, camera. You understand? Like, yo, <laughs> yeah. look. And so I, I have a problem with I have a problem with the angle that he's taking here because I don't want the message getting out there that okay, these white people, so we gotta step fetch and dance. It's not new a new millennial minstrel show. We're not gonna step fetch and dance. We're not gonna lose our integrity and who we who we are as people and what we created so that white people can accept us. Right. That's ignorant. On the face of it, it's ignorant. And it's how small of Steve Harvey to even say something. Right. And you know what you know what 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 was what was piercing to me? What he said, we out here. Like like we back in the sixties and the fifties and the forties. We black out here. You know you better good. I'm I'm so I'm so happy you just mentioned that, Mm -hmm. Alex, because that was another thought that I had. That was also a generational message that we were right. hearing. You know what I mean? That was a generational message where he's he's two to three generations removed, money wise, not you know not age group wise, but like money age group wise. And you know how it kind of breaks down where the where the athletes and 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 um and uh, musicians have been getting money. He's two to three generations removed from where we're at right now in the culture, and he's still dealing with the old pathology. That we have to we have to perform in a certain way, act a certain way. But if all you have to do is turn on TV and see, you know how embarrassed does Steve Harvey probably probably feel when he sees somebody on TV with a, with a um a, a face tattoo? Right. But I know I feel kind of weird. Yeah, probably I'm a, a generation removed us. from it. Yeah, yeah I'm ge- I'm a generation removed from it. Steve Harvey probably doesn't think that they will even get, be getting money. Well, he he's 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 one of the guys that's th- that would have been saying, oh well, rap's not going to last. You know well, I mean? let me let me go further. Steve Harvey said he told a young man in his camp. He asked the young man, "What do you want to be when you grow up?" The young man said, "I would like to be a lawyer." The young man happened to have dreads. Steve Harvey said, "Well, you're gonna have to cut your dreads because I don't know no lawyers that wear dreads in the courtroom." Really, really? Yeah, he dead serious. He one hundred percent dead serious said it. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. said, and he's even referenced that story a few times 
a few times on his radio show and his TV show. Yo, that and makes I felt, yeah. And I felt so, I felt so embarrassed. And I was like, and what I really wanted was somebody like, and I'm just going to use her because it's somebody we all know. Like, I was thinking, like, why would Goldberg didn't call and check him on that? Somebody need to check him on. Like, why would you tell right. a young? Why would you crush a Good young call man in, in Goldberg. their camp yeah. that they can't achieve greatness because they have dreads in the courtroom? It has oh. nothing to do with that. Yeah, it has something to do but, with you. It has it has something to do with your education. Yeah, but you know, honestly, yeah, with stuff like that, it, it, it's just it's, it's just a shame. It's why that makes you think about like back in the day. Uh, what's that show? Queen Latifah and them. Living single. Uh, I remember the character Kyle who had oh, like yeah, his yeah, little yeah, twist yeah, yeah. Uh, yep. Yep. Thing, and then like yeah. yeah. Then he was he was was he a, he wasn't a lawyer. He was a, <laughs> nah, he was a lawyer. He was a lawyer. He was a lawyer. Him and Max were lawyer. Yeah, I thought yeah, Max was a lawyer. But he was like the nah, he was a, a some kind too. of businessman. Like and nah, like, he was a lawyer. They were both lawyers. Whatever. He had to cut his hair. Yeah. No. But personally, like no, I, I remember, I remember when I was in um I was an intern. I was probably like nineteen. Um, working at Merrill Lynch, right? And the guy I worked under was head of the Northeast Division of um, Wealth Management Services. You know what I mean? Like I was working directly with him. And so when I was when it was coming time to to um to end my time there, he was the head of the sales team, and everybody was telling me sales was where the money at. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I was looking at the money they were making, and it was like it was some crazy numbers. So I go to him, and he 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 played professional football. I'm not going to say the team or anything like that. I'm just going to you know. I'm just going to say, like, he played professional football. So it was a white guy, but he was very familiar with, you know what I mean, black people, I'll say. And he basically told me without telling me, he gave me a race speech. He said, he said, with sales, it's going to be tough for you because they're going to wonder who you are. And, you know, and, 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 and so, and he, he used other words, you know what I mean? You know how they do. Right, like, yeah. He used yeah, other yeah, words yeah. to, I'm, I'm, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm drawing a blank because I just remember how it felt. It's like, like coded like, language. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. coded language. He was giving me that talk. And, but that's the generation he was from. He played football in the 70s, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so the mentality, and he was a white dude. So, like, the mentality there in that generation, but that thought process, he probably has had conversations with other white people where it was that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, I'm not totally dismissing it. I'm looking at it, it, it as a generational divide, what we're talking about with Steve Harvey. Yeah. And Monique is trying to break through something. Right. You know what I mean? I, and I have issues with, with, with her, like when I've, I've said, but she's trying to break through something that Steve Harvey has been able to function in. And he's saying, I'm making paper in this, inside the house. You know what I mean? Come on in the house. You could be in the house. You've been in the house before. We just kicked you out, but you can get back in. No, nah, but you just apologize. But you know, you know what, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, but before we move on, but you know what she, uh, you know what Kyle, she said? Kyle from Kyle and Living Single, he was a stockbroker. He wasn't a lawyer. Oh, okay. 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 Cool. Wall Street. All right. Well, well thank you. Okay. Okay. Be the right. world can go. I'm better than y'all. But you know what? One of the things I'm, Steve Harvey said about Monique, and I mean, he ended up owning it after the fact, but he said on live radio, a person that he called his sister, he said, I can't do nothing for you. Yeah. You see, he went on this, he made a whole, he had a whole rant before talking about their relationship and to where she is now and basically said on live, 
I have to turn my basically I have to turn my back on you now. Almost like how you Paul, black with making yeah, seventy million dollars yeah. a year and you can't do something. He he used the words you we black out yeah. here. He makes seventy million dollars a year, employs thousands look, of people, I've has thought, several jobs, and is gonna tell a black woman with name equity that he can do nothing for her. I he can do at, millions of things for her if he wanted to. I look he doesn't at, want I, to. It almost looked like a scene out of Goodfellas when Paulie said he got he gave he gave Henry the money, said, Now nah, I gotta turn my back on you. Like, what are you talking about? Why would you do that to that sister? You don't got to do that. He never had to. The whole yeah, thing. Never had he, to. He, with, with a discussion on his, on, on his radio show and even in discussion that he had in the show, the reason it was uncomfortable for me because it seemed like it was a conversation that he needed to have in private. I mean, no. they were talking about we had the discussion before. Like, cool, this is another discussion that we should have on the love. We don't need to bring this out in front of everybody. Like, I don't need to tell you in front of the world that, oh, you need to go apologize to Lee. You need to go apologize to Oprah. No, you don't. I can tell you that in private. Like, look, this is what it's going to be. You need to have this conversation with them. Right. Tell them that you said whatever you're going to say. Then, then in private, they will apologize to them. We'll come back. And we'll, whenever, you, and like I say, if you want to do the right thing by her, if you got something to promote, be right on the show. Like, oh, like, like I said, that whole conversation shouldn't happen. It should have just a good old time. They had a conversation in public on purpose, though, and right. You know I mean? But it's like, but the whole thing we're talking about generations and everything else like that. If you're of that generation, some conversations you know with family, if you consider them family, you do not have those in public. But I think, but but and, but and to, to what, and I'm probably we probably about to say the same thing. These that yeah. I think she was nobody was Looking having for that a conversation, conversation behind right. the scenes. So it was, everybody was having conversations out loud. So she was yeah. like, you know what? About her. About her. So she's like, you know what? Let me get on a platform that yeah. I think that I can have the conversation where I can really say what I want to say. Absolutely. And to be honest, she didn't really, I don't think she got to say what she wanted to say because wow. she was bullied. Because she was it bullied. It seemed like a conversation. It seemed like a lecture. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, okay. no, she no, went, no, she but... thought she could. No, no, I bullied. see. I'm not, see now, that, that, I can't take that away from her. I think she got exactly what she wanted. Yeah, I she, think I think she got exactly end, yeah, what okay, she wanted. Yeah, so I, you know, what I mean, like, so I, I can't, I can't really say that. I, you know, we can, we can talk about Steve Harvey and et cetera, but and the aesthetics or whatever. But Monique, Monique is not is not a, 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 a benevolent rose. Like, she's not just going to shrink to to the powers of, of of Steve Harvey. She listened to what he had to say. She got the conversation out there. She said why she she did the things that she did. He said why he disagreed with it. He presented himself as the other side, the Lee Daniels, the Stoberlin Fries, et cetera. You know what I mean? He talked, they talked about the side conversations that, that had been had about her, and she got to respond to, to that. That was a lot. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, Steve Harvey had that conversation on the show, probably to help his friend. He didn't have to do that. And um, now, yes, he she, well, no, 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 let me finish. Let me finish. Okay, no, 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 yeah, no, I'm gonna go with finish. Joe on this one. Steve Harvey yeah. did not have to have Monique on his show, no, he did But so no. he brought her on there, she got to have her moment, and Steve Harvey came off looking looking real funny in the light. And as for Monique, like y'all said, even after the fact, she was still shooting a bell. I mean, that's a black woman for you, she's gonna, right. she gonna protect us all. You know, it was just, I don't know, but seeing Steve Harvey like that, because like you, Alex, I mean, I never met the man, but I definitely was keeping track of like how he was uh, 
rebounding from his um, tax problems and like just skyrocketed and all the stuff he's doing with the young men giving them. And I thought he was a goofball because of the suits and and the hairline he paint, painted on. Yeah, man. but he don't got the hairline no more. He don't even dye the beard. Like, he was looking just saying, real respectable now. Crazy. I'm looking at him. I'm hoping that he just like you know fades off. Still get a, get a young man like. Game. He gonna tell her we black out here, but he wears the Steve yo, Harvey big suits. Is, you know what I mean? Yo, you is, see the you see his wow. suit, yo, you see, he wears the Joker suits, and he gonna say we black crazy. out here. Don't well, talk to I'm me like you, that, then, dog. That was that was wild when he said that. I All I know is think about it like I mean, this. Though. Think about it like it's this. a generational he like, perspective. He looked he looked look like Stephen and, and Django holding Leonardo DiCaprio. That's what he looked like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe do the house making shit like yeah. And I mean, when it comes down to it, like Steve Harvey about sixty something. God bless him. At least I'm looking like right now, who's probably going to be in that spot for the next twenty, thirty years? It's looking like Nick Cannon, and I, he ain't gonna be yeah. acting like that though. He ain't Nick gonna Cannon is not acting like that. He not because he don't because. He knew early. He knows early that he don't step don't in front of you. know, in my mind, you know what I want. You know what I think about when I watch things like that. Who's that? The people who he was connected to. I already have issues with Lee Daniels. I do not watch Empire, and so I could go on a diatribe on that. We can get into that one day for another uh, in, for other reasons. But I thought, I think about the people he was connected to, and I said, I wonder if Oprah says says these things and thinks this way because we don't know. Uh, honestly, I, and I, even if she, she'd never say it out loud because she, she knows, wouldn't. She knows, That's what she I'm knows saying. what that would mean. To, she wouldn't. You know, the structure she has set up. Yeah, she wouldn't embarrass us. I think as black people, yeah. what Steve did. She, yeah. I could, cause I could honestly see Oprah right in the background, feeling a lot of the same ways that Steve does. Right. Maybe not as like you know, beholden to white folks since she is like you know. Well, Quincy Jones found Oprah. Like, like it's not Quincy Jones found Oprah. It was it, it, she. She wasn't an accident of 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 caucasity. Oh, no, you know I'm just what talking mean? about like her yeah. face, like to to be yeah, yeah. loved by like more white people than black people. Sometimes, even yeah. like, that's true. That's true. Yeah. That's true. <sighs> but I want. But you know what? A lot of what Monique did, standing on integrity, and and I and I guarantee you that episode changed a lot of people's minds about if they had any I don't want to say ill will but maybe was kind of was on the other side of the Monique argument Mm -hmm. she pulled them over someone like myself pulled them closer pulled them over to her side it was like I see what you're talking about to the right side come on we have integrity (laughs) but it it brings me to another point you stand up for Kamala Nah. <laughs> yeah, Joe, you stand up for comedy? Yeah, I do. Alright, All right, cause I, Fox I, News I, been I, on I, her head. I, I, Fox I, News been on her head, yo. Can I, can I make a sidebar in regards to this whole integrity thing? Okay. Yeah. If we're talking about integrity, do you think Six Nine has integrity? Six Nine is a civilian. Yeah. Well, stop oh, saying that. Know. I'm always going to say that he's a civilian. He's not a civilian. Yeah, he's not if a civilian. You, man. you can't wear you you can't wear the Jordans. Get on the court and then say, "Oh, I'm not a hooper." You're a hooper. Yeah. Nah, especially if you, you took a shot. A hooper. Oh, no, he didn't even take the shot. You was never a hooper. Nah, dogs. You, you see, you saying all these things like, oh, there's no no qualification, no application. You write for the streets. Say like you, like all you gotta do is just be there. He wanted to be there, do the things. 
he was he did the things he you know what I mean he called he got called to task for the things I said yeah, I guess, but my, my, my problem like, my point is my point is why he's saying that is because about, I'm uh, talking about the rainbow hair tattooed up tatted up yeah, um, yeah. rapper Daniel Hernandez aka Takashi six nine yeah six nine who just got swept up by the feds months ago um, due to his connection to the. What is it? The nine tray blood. Tray, nine tray blood. Yeah, That were like, you know, managing him. And as recently, the past, like, I don't know, a couple of weeks or whatever, week or so, it turns out he's snitching on everybody. Even right. his man that he personally told to do some dirt. So. And he's about to get a reward, again, to what I was about to speak to, a reward for to speaking the truth. Now, I'm the reason I say he's a civilian. It's because I've always said he's a civilian. Yeah, I've never looked at him for anything that he said. So I don't care. I'm not, I, there's I people, there's people who with bodies that that you could call soft. Like yo, like there's people like you can't you can't just. I'm put not, that but on. I'm not calling him soft. I'm not calling him soft. I'm just calling him a civilian. He's not, he's not a civilian. He's not a gang member. He's a gang member. He put he called out hits. Listen, he, he performed Khalid, robberies. Khalid Browder, Khalid you know what I mean? Like how much? Wait, hold he on. How much? How much do he have to do though, Alex? Like, yo, he, he he's calling out hits. He's performing robberies. You know what I mean? He's he, he's, he's, he's filming robberies. Yeah, he's telling his man to take a real gun and shoot at. Yeah, he paid his man ten thousand dollars to shoot at somebody. Joe, like, Joe, hold on, hold on. Joe, Joe, you don't want to. They were Joe actually moving actual heroin. Gangster, it's not fake Alex, heroin. Listen, once you, uh, if you and Joe got, if you and if you and B got together right now, y'all could come up with ten thousand dollars. Y'all could get, y'all could check, y'all could find somebody to shoot somebody for ten thousand. Yeah. So what? But we'll be so moving what? different. You like if, if, but hold on, hold on. If we do that, if we do that, and and in in sell heroin, and um, and film robberies. You know what I mean? Then guess what? And we're a member of a of a, a notorious gang. Guess what, yo? We're not civilians anymore. Yo, you have you ever seen? See, Alex never seen um um Carlito's way. I seen when, it. No, when, I seen it. When, yo, when when he said he said Kleinfeld, you're a lawyer. I said you're not a lawyer no more. You're a gangster. As soon as he killed that dude, it was over. You know what I mean? He said you're not a lawyer anymore. You're a gangster. See, Kleinfeld was a lawyer that whole time. He did something scared to the mob. You know what I mean? And he took that money, and guess what? It changed his whole perspective on who he is. You could call him a civilian all you want, but it's yeah. true. Once he crossed those lines, he crossed those lines. You can't come out. You can't have one foot in and one foot out. Nah. Sick. I mean, you could keep calling 6 9 a civilian because you didn't believe the stuff he was saying. You, in yeah. your heart, he did it, dog. You feel as though he didn't <laughs> have it, like, in his heart to be a real, like, yeah. remember something like that. But too bad it wasn't. It, it, it didn't have to be in his heart. He yeah. did it. And that was kind of my whole thing about 6 9 before the fact. I was right there with you. I thought he was a civilian, caught up in the life. But then it came out. He was, he actually partaked in what he was shit. doing. And maybe he didn't realize how real shit was. So that's why you still kind of want to give him a civilian pass. But nah, man. I mean, the gun. Naivete does not. It, it, Listen, it, it's, it's I not read the. I, I don't know if anybody else read it. I know you read it, B. I read that. Yeah. Pages. I read that paperwork. 
That man is a civilian. I don't. <laughs> but go ahead. I'm. I'm well, over, he I'm didn't really use word. He didn't use a lot of words in the in in the paperwork. Nah, he did. You know not. what I mean? Like it was it was. And he can't. He, yeah. And, and, and so I, I you know, so that I don't think that's an indicator because it was it was really the judge trying to pin him down on everything that he's ever done and said. You know what I mean? And he just had to say okay yeah. to it because that's part of his plea deal. And we'll never see that paperwork anyway. And even if we do, it'll be heavily redacted. No, we just seen it. No, no, no. The other paper. Oh, okay. There's gonna be more. There's more. They just gonna. They gonna have. It's gonna be redacted. We won't I mean, fact is, fact is six nine put himself in that whole situation, or he didn't get out when he found himself like, well, I'm really surrounded by gangsters. Let me get out of here. So I'm not giving him no civilian pass. None of that. Hell shit. no. That was his security yeah, too. That was security, you know and I mean? he was loving it. And honestly. He was making enough money where months ago, before all this shit—I mean, before all this shit even blew up—that he could have, could have got away from the motherfuckers. Like it's, yeah. it's just like I tried yeah. to give him a whole bunch of passes and stuff, saying they just caught the kid out. But nah, man, fuck it. He was calling out hits. He was recording robberies. He, yeah, he's living crazy. That's crazy. different. That's different. You playing by different rules now, yo. That ain't not. That's not civilian rules, yo. We could like him and see the little kid behind all that, like fucking yeah. all the tattoos and the crazy hair. We can we, do that with anybody, and we do because we like you know we actually look at him as like okay, we can see past all of that crazy shit and actually like his personality. But nah, fuck that man. That motherfucker, that motherfucker, Dale Hernandez, six nine, is a gang member. That was doing yeah. gang membership. Yo, a lot of the gang members and thugs that we know, we probably played um, match, you know, uh, 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 you know, with He-Man and shit with them when they were, we were younger. You know what I mean? Yeah. He probably played G.I. Joes with those dudes when they were young. They hit a certain age. They did different things. Just yeah. because we see the humanity in people because we were, we, we, we were raised around these type people. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's why it's not because they not, he not for real that. Mm-hmm. He did the things. It's over. Yeah, that's that's all it takes. I mean, Ed could go kill somebody tomorrow, and we love it. That's our mess, but Ed's going to be a killer. Of course. Damn, it's kind of messed up that Ed had to murder them people like that, though. Yeah. <laughs> like, I feel like, I feel like I would say that. I'd be like, damn, that's fucked up that he's yeah. I mean, I try to shoot some bail because that's my brother we went to. Why you do that, man? school together. Like, why? I mean... Hopefully, give me a good story or whatever. <laughs> I mean, the good thing about Ant, though, he could fight. He, he, he's yeah. strong, so he could probably be taking ass in jail. Pause. But one of the people was 13, story. though, yo. Why Ant killing 13 year old girls? Wow. Yo, wow. I want to continue on that, on that point. I want to continue on that point of, of reward to speaking truth, and I want to move it to somebody who did stand on integrity and has been rewarded for speaking his truth and standing on his truth, and that's Cap. Oh, word. For winning his settlement against that's the, God. the NFL. Fuck that, taking you know knee. I think that's, that's, that's big. Yeah, that's big. And it's bigger, it's bigger than his, his whole stance, his whole, I'm sorry, his stand hmm. is bigger than the quote unquote NFL. But I'm very happy as a person that's a fan of the NFL and a fan of what Cap was doing. And I want to mention also Eric Reed. I don't want to leave him out because both of them, they both won the settlement. Obviously, Cap they both the got because he was out of got the big. Right. They both got the bag. Wow. And, and Eric Reed got a bag on top of a bag. He, he still got a bill. Yeah. So everybody well. knows we're talking about Cap. Right. But Cap winning that against the NFL, that grievance against the NFL. 
is big. It's real, it's real big. And, you know, shouts out to his um attorney, Mark. Mark uh, I want to make sure I say Mark Garagos, I believe. He's famous. Yeah. <laughs> he, tried to just, he was so... He was going so hard. He tried to depose the president and Mike Pence. Mm. He, he there was no way. He was like, "I'm going. I'm going." Didn't Gary right. those get um, Mike Jackson off of them um, touching them kids? I think Gary. Nah, crazy. them people. Yeah. What was that Cochran sure. at yeah, that time? Sure. I know. Yeah, Gary. I don't know. He did have yeah, Cochran for one with the kids. Sure. I think Gary goes sure. for another. Yeah. Shout out to the guy. Yeah. But them them people. The first off. Back to integrity. Those people all admitted they lied, yeah. and they have zero integrity to do a show now after mm-hmm. they have actually admitted they lied about the, the uh, about the facts in the case and saying mm-hmm. that Mike uh, Michael Jackson touched them. The parents admitted they lied. But, but, the children admitted they lied, and they, their parents forced them to. And now they're doing shows. But let's get back to this Kaepernick. Thing. Right. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say like, hold that point. We can yeah. jump into that, but I definitely want to do. Cap deserves, you know. I just it bothers me that that they show so little integrity and it's it's wrong to even make money off of this type of thing and to put this out now because they want to make money. But all right, we can move on because I'm tired of people using this as a, as a scapegoat to support R. Kelly, which is a totally uh, uh, other side of the story. But he's actually doing the things. But we could get back to Cap. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Let's get back to Cap. So we back to Cap. We won't rather we want Cap and him winning his grievance and getting. This getting um well we don't know how much it was, I I was making a guess about it. I figured if you about make twenty five per year, as an NFL as an NFL starting quarterback, so I'm thinking he got around maybe sixty, as maybe between anywhere between thirty and sixty at the least. You know, what I'm saying who's been putting that money to good use, you know, every single day with his Know Your Rights campaign. If you guys aren't following that, you guys should follow that as well. Mm-hmm. And keep up with what he's doing because he's doing a lot of positive. Catching that bag for Nike too, right? With no words, no words. He's just out right. there putting in the work. You rarely see people out there that are putting in the work, though. Rather that are in the limelight, and you see the work that they're putting in. They don't say anything. He's just going to work. He just get up and go to work every Hold single day for, for us. For you. Right. Like mm-hmm. just getting off the Steve Harvey shit and getting on like where we are right now is just making me see like. Lord knows how much money Cap would have made in the league if he'd have kept playing. You know what I'm saying? Like he, he, he right, wasn't like right. getting the best looks at the time. So it's like kind of weird now, kind of cool that after like you know making his stance and being blackballed, that if you're saying that he possibly got with maybe up to like eighty, I mean maybe like sixty million or something like that, it's probably more than he would have got just like you know. Given into these demands from like the owners and the league and stuff like that, so he showed that you can have your integrity, get some money, get the money, and get the love. You know right. what I'm saying? And he right reward. That's his reward for speaking to his truth and standing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There are people that had no idea who the fuck he was, didn't care who the fuck he was. At Folks all. like me who knew who the fuck he was and knew he wasn't even really all that nice. In the league, yeah. he was nice. He went to three NFC championships, one Super Bowl. You know what I mean? Come on, man. That's, so I'm sorry, I'm a Giants like, fan. We win championships. All right. So, okay, but I, I get it. But like, yo, like, let's not frame it like that. You know what I mean? Like, he actually has a real resume. But let's, but right. back, back to the, back to the facts of the integrity. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, dude didn't have to. It's, it, you're absolutely right to juxtapose Steve Harvey with um, Colin Kaepernick. Dude did not have to sacrifice right. integrity to get money. 
You know what I mean? And 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 to and and then we could just suppose him with with Monique and with, when he said, "Well, listen, this is not gonna stop my bag. There's other other avenues and venues for me to work, and and still get a message out and affect change." You know what I mean? Like and 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 so you see him do everything that he needs to do effectively. He talked to everybody that he needed to talk to effectively, and he got it really done. You know what I mean? He has an open line with all the people that you would want him to have an open line with. I remember when Cap first came out with his message, and it was weak. I'm a 49ers fan, you know what I mean? But I'm also, I'm also people might call me a, a, a militant, you know what I mean? So when I first heard, it, heard Cap speak, I supported his message, but, his, but the facts behind his message and, and the way he elocuted himself was pretty weak. And then I, by the time that they caught up to him, and then you heard him grow, you know what I mean? You saw his right. message grow. He right. educated himself on the run. He didn't wait. And, and, and um, to, to be challenged by it, I think he knew it was weak. And he said, let me educate myself and get stronger because they're going to start mm-hmm. asking me these questions. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I mean? So I appreciate Kaepernick 100%. And yeah, I appreciate yeah. the bag these days from Nike. I appreciate the Know Your Rights campaign. I appreciate the fact that he went and took on the league that nobody ever wants to take on that has been, uh, that, that right. has been um, disenfranchising players of all races and cultures for years. You know what I mean? Yep. So it's yes. a lot to look at here, yep. y'all. Yeah. And that's a lot. And, and the thing about what Cap did, and I'm hoping that it resonates throughout the league because the parallel sometimes when we talk about the NBA and the NFL, and I've said this before, there are no leaders that are in position in the NFL. We have people that have great. There are people like a like a um, John Alenka, Doug Baldwin in Seattle, who is an eloquent speaker who knows his shit. But because he isn't the star, things that he says just goes under the radar. Mm. So the NFL does not have a LeBron James, right. the Bennett brothers, that can sit there, or even a, or even a Chris Chris Paul. You know what I mean? Right. The one the one person that that perhaps it could have been got on TV and talked about the depth of his skin, and if you cut it, we all gonna be, if you cut it, we all gonna bleed red. And I'm talking about Cam Newton. Yeah, I say, and I don't know what that. Well, he's he's not an intelligent person. We don't look. Well, I'm just making a point. I'm making a point. A person that's on a a certain level with visibility. Absolutely. I just needed to say that because when people say ignorant things like that, he he is not intelligent. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Man, he just ain't the one. We don't gotta like take down the brother just because he ain't the one. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, no, no. It's not a no, no. But you know what? God bless Cam Newton. You gotta, you got, you know what? Sometimes, yo, I think that we give people a pass. And be like, oh, we got nah. Sometimes you gotta look. We we need. What's the name of this podcast? What's the name of this podcast? No, we better than you, dog. Oh, better. Some people are just better than others. You know what I'm saying? There's just certain people. There's just certain people that are going to be in the front. You know what I'm saying? That's going to do shit. And there's other folks. The talented ten, dog. Yeah, talented ten. That WV right there. Like, so that's my whole thing. It's like, yeah, we wish Cam would have been better. The same way, I guess we would have. We wish Steve would have been better, but apparently the person that's right, the leaders. You know what I'm saying? See, but I understand exactly what Alex is saying. And 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 I actually I basically agree with Alex, but here's the thing. I want them to be smart enough to know what they don't know and to move to the side. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like to not answer the question. Empower. You know what I mean? Empower. Yeah, well, no, to to move to the side and not answer the question. To know not to answer the question. Well, I'm not eloquent on this issue. I don't know what to say. So I'm going to step to the side and I'm not the person for this. You know what I mean? Like that's what I would rather than because not everybody can do it. Some folks get killed for that too, though. 
They, they, That's fine. But you know, you know people. one they thing I don't kill for that. Like, guy, guy, you say, shouldn't kill him for that. It's like it's it's fine. It's when you got someone who acts like a know-it-all, but when they don't know it all, that's the shit that gets frustrating. Like, I, I know you don't know what's aware. I know you don't know what's going on. And that was the thing with Cap. He did what he did, and it just didn't, like, like Brian said, like, the, the message is like, okay, it's it's kind of weak. But the, the more knowledge he gained, the better he got, the more it made it understood. But you know what's, but, but you know what, to, to your mm-hmm. point, the more that he learned, the more that he educated himself, mm-hmm. the more that they buried what he was really trying Absolutely. to learn. Because to this day, I don't want to say to this day, but okay. I would say a majority of the people don't know that were on the other that were on the other side of Cat don't know that he went to a white ex-military army veteran yeah. and asked yep. him, "What is the other? What is the best way for me to protest without being disrespectful?" I, I, I go one further with you, though, honestly, for real. Like they don't care. Yeah, they'll shrug. They don't, I've got y'all know I was working um, military contractor stuff down in Alabama. You know they all voted Republican for real, except for a couple little ones sprinkled in there. I've had the conversations with these folks of ex-military, and I said, "Yo, you know the cap was kneeling because he actually went and, like you said, he went to like a, a white guy decorated, and he said this is right. a way to show respect because you have a you know issue with the country right now." And they were like, well, yeah, but still, he, he should just stand up. They don't care, bro. No, but yeah, yeah, no. I mean, it, it, well, hold on. It became a political message after a while. You know what I mean? And right. what we were when talking Trump about earlier. Trump it, it became so Yeah, but it, 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 before, even before it got to Trump, and this, just being, being 100% honest, even before it got to Trump, it, it became a political football. Trump just carried that football because it, 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 it had traction, you know what I mean? A, a run, to his yeah, base, yeah. Around, around the niche of, of, of his base, right? But it did become a political football. And, and like most things, you have to be, when it becomes a political thing, you have to be on one side or the other. And so what you just said, those people voted for Republicans, so they were going to reactively say, well, it was wrong. You could have said anything, you know what I mean? They would have gone against Jesus to say it was wrong. And the crazy, the crazy thing about it is, the army vet that he spoke to went to the game with him and was standing right next yeah. to him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yo, it's, it's just baffles my mind that people that. But it, 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 it shouldn't. It, it shouldn't baffles, because there was no press. There was there was there was no press behind it. Yeah. See, here's the right, thing. Right. Cap, no, no, when no. Cap initially did it, he didn't ask for any press, and he did it for weeks, right. and nobody said anything. Right. And I'm a fully non fan. I've been watching. You yeah. know what I mean? And then mm-hmm. somebody brought it up. A reporter, asked, a reporter yeah. asked him. A reporter asked him a question after the game, and the story breaks. And then they start complaining about him about him sitting. It was a few games, and they said, "Well, there's a problem sitting." He said, "Well, Dad, I don't want to be disrespectful." And he said, "Well, what should I do?" And he went to. Then he went to a military guy, and then he said, "So it wasn't. It still it never. It still wasn't a major national story. It was still a football story." You know what I mean? Yeah. It still was at that point in time. Yeah. And then it became a national story. And by the time it became a national story, it became a political story. And then it became a political football. I mean, what it comes down to is some folks have facts, some folks don't. Some folks care about the facts, some folks don't. And that's Well, also it true, it wasn't just cap after a while. When people realized, see, when the players realized it wasn't just cap that was doing it, and people like Mike Pence were going to Indianapolis Colts games, and they were kneeling, mm-hmm. and, and then he went to the game and I think that was a political move in and of itself. He knew he was going to leave. Yeah. He waited. Yeah, that was yeah. he was still strategic. So, like, you have to understand exactly all of this stuff was political. 
So okay. at that point in time, the right. message and the and, and the, the intellect behind it didn't matter anymore. But it no matter, matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. And no matter what, we all want to tip our caps, the cap. We want to yeah. thank you. Right. Came out on top. No yeah. doubt. Thank so, you I, for uh, taking a stand and you know taking some time off of work integrity. to uh, you know help. I mean, so do some good guys. Yo, you work. know who really do, do work really though. Do you know who really do work? Who's this? The boy Kevin Durant. Real. Listen, man. Here we Listen, go. man. I'm gonna be 100 percent honest with y'all, yo. Yeah. The boy Kevin Durant. Wait, well, hold on, yo. Can, can I stop you for one yes. second? Because I just want I want to before we jump into that, I just want to real quick. Um, from a politics standpoint, um, I know we've just been covering every time somebody just dropped their hat in the ring, and I just want to, you know, Elizabeth Warren and I, I believe Bernie Sanders also right. announced mm-hmm. that they're also running. And and I mean, we kind of knew that that would come out in Bernie yeah. Sanders. And we don't Bernie Sanders is trash. Bernie Sanders, Bernie, San- <laughs> Bernie Sanders said if he saw somebody that was uh, worth running that, that could be Trump, he would step aside. But I wanted to ask um, about this. Mm-hmm. I saw this that Governor Bill Weld was going to run from the GOP side. Yeah. Against Trump. Well, not necessarily against Trump, but. Well, no, it is. It's against, it's against, it's against, Trump. against Trump. Right. Yeah. He, 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 right. he would primary, that's, that's he would primary Trump in, 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 for the Republican Party. So the, the prime, Trump still has to go into a primary. It's just that usually a president just gets all their primary bids as a reflex. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Right, so I just, I just found. I like, go- so I, I like, I, I like Governor, well, Governor Weldon also. You know, and to be honest with you, I mean, he he believes in climate change. Um, he's he's a he's he's a fiscal he's a fiscal conservative. You know what I mean? So he's not mm-hmm. he's not a cultural conservative, as, uh, um, like a lot of people are. He's mm-hmm. actually honest and a fiscal conservative. He just wants to cut the budget and not spend money on stupid things like walls. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. So honestly, that's where he's coming from. He's like, he's like, listen, let's stop spending so much money, increasing the debt and deficit, and um, and and uh, we, we don't want to, we just don't want to do stupid stuff. You know, I believe in climate change, so you know, we 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 can we can have some action over there. He's not for just deregulating everything. So in a lot of ways, he's a true conservative. He's a conservative, conservative, old school, capital C conservative. Mm. All right. Yeah, so I just wanted to give a quick update on that, but we could definitely jump in, jump into KD because I was feeling KD coming. I mean, well, hold on. Let me just let me just for for um for Elizabeth Warren, um, mm-hmm. you know, she she led the Consumer Protection uh, Bureau, so she you know she she has a lot of backing. She gave all the information that we did not have in two thousand and eight when the stock market was crashing, and she didn't have a political appointment or a political job at all. She was getting on TV. I, uh, without without getting paid for it to tell us what was in the books because she knew how to read them and then Barack Obama created a job for her for the uh, Consumer Protection Agency and and the only reason she's been getting knocked ever since is because the Republicans didn't like that you know what I mean they didn't like that she was for the regulation yeah. she she was calling for things like the like the return of the uptick rule where you can't just short a stock and drop it to the and drop it to the bottom so she she helped change and calm the market at a time when nobody was doing it and she did it strictly for the consumer when she wasn't even getting paid for it she was just a, a professor at harvard which is something in and of itself but she was a, just a professor at harvard yeah. you know what i mean so and then and and um, Bernie Sanders. I mean, we. I think we know pretty much. We yeah, all, I think yeah, we know. We don't need to talk about Bernie. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout, shout out to Elizabeth Warren. I mean, she's very impressive. She looks like Hillary Clinton. Doesn't sound like her. She's. Uh, she seems really great. She's part Indian. I mean, Native American. That's wonderful. 
No, she's not. She's not. She's not part Asian American. Okay, so so just because Joe brought that up, and, and because that that's that's another that Trump point that I guess. Right I, that no, but hold on, that's another Trump point that I think a lot of people would like to believe. But what ended up happening is, is is like a lot of us. She she was raised in I believe Oklahoma, and so what she had always heard from her uh, her parents or grandparents is, oh yeah, we had we had members of our families that were Native American. They say part Indian. Yeah, well, the, but that, you know, they, she, she was always, I read her book, okay? So, let, I mean, I understand, like, all the rest of this, but I, did, I actually read her book before all this stuff became uh, became famous hot topics and, and things to, to uh, laugh about. And I get that. It's been in memes, so people laugh about these things. But let's not let that, that overshadow real conversations about real things. So I read her book, what, her, what she was told by member, members of her family, so she just believed that reflexively. She had no reason to not, to not believe it, and there was no um, uh, DNA dot uh, com or anything like that for her to check it out. So when she found out, yeah, it changed. I, I think we can all. I think we can all like you know, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? We can all understand that, especially with black folks. Yeah, I, I mean, it's yeah, black I don't, folks. I, talk about I don't even think it's a big deal. Right she didn't benefit from it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like because for. No matter what anybody says, we have everybody has tried to pinpoint her on this issue for several years now, and we have seen no benefit that she's had she has received from this. So it's up to y'all to uh, how you feel about it. But that's the facts. The only reason it's a conversation now, and the only reason it will ever be a conversation and be brought up, is by people like Joe and Donald Trump. Okay, let's go. Yeah, you said people like Jesus and the devil. But uh, <laughs> just say my little piece here. Yo, shout out to Elizabeth Warren. I do respect her as one of the candidates. I, I love all the Democratic candidates they got out there now. I don't love all their chances to like win, but I think even Bernie Sanders, who I'm not a big fan of, you know, God bless. I think they'd all do a lot better than what's going on right now. And um, that's about it. We can move on to Kevin Durant. No, we can move on. To my trans- man, my transition was fire. And y'all stepped on that Not so close. Joker calls Joker you <laughs> use um Trump Everfest. But we 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 can move Who's on. y'all? That's your fan that did that. That's, that's your fan. I'm saying. <laughs> now nah, listen, listen, listen. We here to now nah, we here to be information. Yeah, we could have closed out with that. Them. My transition was fire. All right, let's get back to the let's get back to the fire. Let's get back to the fire transition of how my boy Kevin Durant. And listen, let me tell you the truth, okay? I'm gonna be real honest with you. This is first off, Kevin Durant is proving that he's one of the most hated players in the NBA right now. Because no matter what accolade he gets during the the quote unquote LeBron era, he's still not in the conversation as the greatest player in the game. I just saw the I'm talking about about him being the best player in the game. Okay, now because it was after it's, it's a hot topic right now. But come on now, Joe. Each time he won, he, he has two. He has two. He has two finals MVPs, Joe. He has he has he has two championships, two finals MVPs. Mm-hmm. He has he's he's the MVP of the league, he, uh, uh, the former MVP of the league. Come on, man! Like yeah. he's in the conversation. We're talking about somebody with the most with, with large number of accolades, and we, if you want to compare him to LeBron James, all he has to do is if once he wins his championship, it's over. And if he leaves and gets another championship, or even if he wins a championship here, it's over. I hear that. He's, he has he has more champ he has he has he'll have more finals MVPs than than Kobe Bryant about twice as much if he wins if he leaves here and then if he wins his championship this year and then wins another championship 
You know, they have twice as much as Kobe Bryant. Then it, if, if you're talking about MVPs, he has he has as many as um as Kobe. Yeah. No. Now, so I mean, he's up yeah. there. Like his accolades are up there. So he's he's probably one of the most hated players. What? Because if if not, then why are you not looking at his accolades and and giving the man respect for what he actually does on the basketball? I don't know if he's hated as much as and like, that's just why that's why. someone that. You know, it's like, yeah, we know you nice, but we know how you got it. You know what I'm saying? Wait, hold on. But how did he get it, though? This is how he got it, right? Call a spade I'm going to call a spade a spade. He was better than LeBron in the games that him and LeBron played against each other. He was better than than LeBron the other night in the game that they played together. Listen, you got to look at this stuff, yo. Like, LeBron joins Dwayne Wade. In Wade County, when Wade had already won the championship there, in a Dwayne Wade team, Wade was top five too at the time. Yeah, that was yeah. He Bryant won and, and he won game, He won a championship yeah. there. So you you can't take it. So you can't call it the LeBron era if this man has dominated so much of it. Well, at what point in time are you going to start I questioning? Say this. We can't talk about Kevin Durant dominating the LeBron. What, what, what he, he, got, he had the last two years, and he had. No, no, has, no! I can't say I'm that. Say the, I'm when, say the last... Even when he was in OKC, it's when he was winning. It's when he was winning MVP. Listen, the West was so much different than the East is. The one game, Harden and you dominated. one game, and you went from first James to Harden James Harden. Is is, James Harden is cannot Kevin James Durant. Harden is the reigning, James Harden is not Kevin Durant. MVP and, and in the year before 2019 is not 2016, 2017, 2015, 2013. It's not the same James year. James Harden so is leading the league in scoring. I get it. It's cute to mention James Harden, but it's not the same thing when you're talking about the West that's, that has that has um. That has a lot less parity in, in the West. James the top Harden now. is a First, year Again, you're going to keep on mentioning names, but James Harden is – Okay, James Harden exists. Kevin He's a Durant player, and, and you want to talk about James Harden? Three future Hall of but Famers. So, that's cute, but guess Kevin what? Durant. Guess what actually happened? Okay, but guess what actually is happening? Though? What happened was – What happened was – What happened is – I mean, I love yeah. Kevin Durant, and I honestly think – I'm going to say this. I honestly think that Kevin Durant might be – the best player in the league right now. He really might be. But I can't tell because of who he's standing next to. Like, let's say... I he, on the, he, he, he shines in every game with all of them there. Let me finish. If I had beef with Alex, right, and I went to see him, and I wanted to fight, right, maybe Alex might whoop my ass. I don't know if he got hands and shit. I don't know. But let's say I got beef with Alex. You there with him, too. You, know, you got his back. And I come with, like, Eight, I come with like a gang of thorough motherfuckers, right? And they're holding you back. They're holding Alex down. Now I'm beating the shit out of Alex. I'm getting all the punches in. Why? Because my team is stronger than yours. And not just a little stronger than yours, way stronger than yours. And that's how I see Kevin Durant. Mm, I, I think that's a joke. Because what did you see LeBron as when the when he was dominating the East when, the, when there was a weak East? You know, and that's you know, the conversation. The thing, you were comparing him. You were comparing James, Kevin Durant to James Harden, which was completely ridiculous because James Harden is dominating, uh, um, is scoring a lot of points in a West Coast conference that's not the same West Coast conference that Kevin Durant had been dominating for several years when he was with Oakland, Oklahoma City Thunder before he even came to to the um, he dominated to, uh, uh, so Golden State Warriors. Yeah, no, once. but see. But see, that's the thing. 
you didn't want to let me finish the conversation because you know the actual facts was parity in the West meant if you lost one game, you went from first to eighth. It was different than the, than the um, East Coast where you could have a 10-game lead and it, was, it didn't matter, right? So, yeah, those, when you were out West, it's a problem. There's a lot of people who weren't winning championships or weren't getting further in the, in the West because of the way those team structure was set up. It only went two teams. That was it. Yeah, I mean Kevin Durant's a hell of a weapon. I mean he's very tall. Um, he's incredible, like shooter. You know what I'm saying? He's probably the third best shooter on his team. You know what I'm saying? That's crazy. But yeah, he's probably yeah. The no, he probably is the third. Yeah. He probably is the third best shooter on his team. But he's the first best scorer, the first best defender. You know what I mean? Like, come on, man. You like, know, it, 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 he changed the game. I, I sat and watched Kevin Durant play. I, I sat and watched Kevin Durant play an All Star game. Yeah. And at the in the last five minutes, when it was time to uh, it was time to shut it down, he was shutting down Joel Embiid on on the um defense end, and then coming down and scoring on 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 people on the, uh, and shooting threes, and then scoring in the hole on the offensive end. Nobody could stop this dude. Mm-hmm. And when he played defense, he could shut anybody down if he wants to. Yeah, I mean, that's I mean that's how he won the last five, six championships, right? Because he's been on – wait, no, he hasn't. Okay, yeah, no, I mean, that's why he won the last two. I mean, he ain't had, really had no help. Well, well, Steph was about two games away from winning that MVP himself. So you dismiss – I'm not the fact that I'm LeBron not James. So you 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 just miss about LeBron for, James, right? LeBron went if to it's the LeBron James era, yeah, if it's the LeBron James era, then why has Kevin Durant dominated so much of it? You say dominate. I see two championships he had to go to the with the Warriors to get. How many how many championships does LeBron, LeBron James have? LeBron has three. How many of them came with the Heat? Two. Two. Okay, so. If, if you want to measure, and we want to talk, you want to talk about that. If heat, you want to measure, you want to talk about that. He that first year when he got there, Dwayne Wade was still like all world. It was still yo, who the best players. Yo, it's like okay, Joe. Uh, if you want to measure it up, Dwayne Wade. That's two to two. The man when he won them two championships. He won. That's two to two, and dom. It's just two to two on dominant teams. When you join dominant teams to win a championship, that's two to two. Can't take that from him. You can't have a – and so, yes, if you want to call it the LeBron James era, then he equals out. Well, I, well, I mean, I feel you. Like, LeBron James, like, when he won that first championship, he only beat three future Hall of Famers. Yeah, they were young, Kevin Durant, uh, Russell Westbrook, and uh, James Harden, three future Hall of Famers that he beat the winner. Yeah, they played oh, in the league, like, three finish. or four years. What are you talking about? I'm talking. They were still on their damn near rookie contract. I know, I know. That's why I said they were young. I'm giving, I'm shooting that bell. He, yeah, he like, yo, no. Yo, don't bell. couch it, though, with the whole three Hall of Famers, <laughs> I, that's I the mean, BS, and you know that. Okay, okay. Then then the next then the next one he won, it was real tough. He did have help from, uh, from Ray Allen, who's a future Hall of Famer himself. And LeBron James had two uh, two turnovers and and two missed shots and a missed free throw. And all time, we talk about all time great plays. We don't talk about like two three little plays and stuff because Kevin Durant. Had okay, it. but you can't give it. I'm you, just saying. Again, saying. my problem is my problem is, is that got, my problem is I'm that sorry, you don't I'm have those same instances with Kevin Durant. Thing, what, I'm, what I'm pretty much getting to is that when you be OKC with three three Hall of Famers, yeah, they were young. Fuck that. Okay, the second time he won a championship, he's with the Miami Heat. Dwayne Wade wasn't like he used to be. Ray Allen wasn't like he used to be. They both Hall of Famers and even. Do you have those instances? You do. Do you have the LeBron instances of of fumbles in major games with Kevin Durant? Do you have those? I have. Kev, I have him blowing a three-one lead in the 
end up in the playoffs to the to the Warriors and then joining them. I don't need like the one game when Kevin Durant did this bullshit and that bullshit. There's three games that he did not secure the win when he was the best player in the series. But you then you can't have it but well, hold on, then you can't have it both ways. Yeah, I can't. Because you just said those you just said they were the, 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 the most problem, dominant the problem, team the problem, that nobody the, could be, the, and then you just said, Well, he the lost three the, one. I know, that's what the I'm problem, saying. And that's the, the same team the, that LeBron with nobody as good as Russell Westbrook with him. Come on, man. It, it, come on, man. Like, I get Kyrie, it, but Draymond Kyrie, Green. He had Kyrie, the, the and then they took Draymond Green out of the series. Come on, man. The argument that you're having about Kevin Durant is not going to work with, with this conversation because you're a basketball aficionado. For the, for the um, layman fan like myself, I'm always gonna look at Kevin Durant and be That's like, eh. "Oh, you gonna you gonna throw all them? You gonna throw all those stats out?" And I'm gonna be like, "Yeah, but he had to go to the Warriors to get it." Which brings me to my other point on why he needs to leave exactly. and go to New York and win That's one what, here because it will then solidify. I do agree that just like I when Bron, just like when just like when Bron left, yeah. and everybody's like, "Oh, you ain't gonna win without without Bosh or without Wade." And then he felt solidified and got a, gained a little bit more, a lot more respect when he won yeah. one in mm-hmm. Cleveland. And that's what I think. Going to what we kind of heard, uh, we you know we all listen to sports radio a lot. What we heard this morning when they were saying, "Oh, he should stay there and it won't mean nothing." Nah, it will because people are gonna say, "Nah, look, we you went and added yourself to a seventy-three win team that without you, we still would say that they're gonna win the championship." Yeah. I wouldn't. But, so, I wouldn't. But I get it. I'm, no, I get why you said. Right. When it, you wouldn't. Yeah. I mean, you when it comes. To, I mean, but but what? I, that's why I'm saying. The rest of the the, the rest of and most NBA fans. I understand. I, I you know what? That, I right. definitely understand. Cool, 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 cool. Cool. So that's why that's why him leaving and the point that we've been hearing some people make the Broussards and cowards of the world say, "Oh, why don't you stay? You get your fourth in a row. You get your." Which was Jordan and nobody else is done. Man, we're not thinking about that. Dog, you still join a 73-win team. And if you leave and go to New York and there's no real dichotomy in, in, in terms of major major players switching, like you was talking about AD going to Boston or something like that, we still going to say Golden State going to win it again. At least the odds favorite would be Golden State to win it. Because you know how boring that is. Like you know how boring it is to go for a fourth championship with the same team. KD and Draymond are already fighting. You know what I mean? Like that's what I feel like he's not back. Like just as a personal human aspect of it. And then you see him talk. He's he's actually creating a brand where he's where he's he's has the new boardroom thing and he's trying to become a mogul and he have all these things. He can't become a mogul there. He want to be LeBron so bad. He almost got him with the game. So he'll never. But nah, that's fine. That's that's what we should that's what we should want to be. If that's his listen, if that's his competitive attitude, I would hundred percent love it because that means. You definitely coming here, and you definitely gonna be like, I'm coming here, and I'm bringing somebody with me. Yeah, and we're gonna yeah. ball, we're gonna ball out, and we're gonna win because I know what it means to win. In New what is York. what is what, what is what is right? What, yeah. what is Kevin Durant like? Just re does the re up like the Superbacks and doesn't leave or something like that. Like, I mean, how much of a just he just be Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant. I don't think he's a sucker if he re ups with them. No, because that's because if, if, if that was business, I'd be upset, but I wouldn't think he's a sucker. No, I mean you want things to suck, and I get money out business. there. 
I mean, you no, you I, I think it's, I, I, you know, listen, that's man, I'm talking business. about, yeah, that's good business. Listen, man, I'm that's a basketball fan, but I'm, I'm a Knicks fan. And, and, and so it would bother me in that aspect of it, but I wouldn't at all think he's a sucker. If, if they feel like they keep winning championships, I see the league catching up with them. And I, and I'd be surprised if Golden State would want that because the way that they play basketball, I see the league just starting to catch up with the way you just saw them in the playoffs. They have, they're tired of, of Steph Curry. You saw them in all-star game, double and triple team Steph Curry on the perimeter for a whole half of a quarter in the fourth quarter. In an all-star because game. Because Steph Curry is like one of the greatest players of all time. But you're not listening. The NBA is tired of it. He's tired of it. You know what I mean? Like the, you see you see Draymond and KD arguing with each other. Ain't nobody tired like this, of Steph Curry. Curry. That's bullshit. He just had a shit. He, he, that was his all-star weekend. That was his All Star Weekend. Him, his whole family. Ain't nobody Ain't tired, tired of, of it. Curry. People are tired of LeBron. They Ben hated Steph Curry because he's small and he dances on you. You could LeBron. You could you could understand then, that by, he came in as the chosen you one. Mean the players, or do you mean the league, or do you mean all these regular? No, people? no, I'm, I'm talking about the players. The players. Oh, okay. I thought you meant like the yeah. fans because they love Steph. No, Curry. no, 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 no. That's not what I meant. No, no, I'm talking oh, about the right. players. Like, because that's why I'm saying like the structure of the league and how they go. That's why you see these teams they're they're being built to destroy the the Warriors. Man, we saw it last year. Chris Paul doesn't get hurt. What happens? If Chris Paul doesn't get hurt, I'm assuming that the Warriors still win because Kevin Durant is the greatest player in the world, right? I don't think so. Uh-huh. I think I think I think that team I think that team was was directly built to they, it had three perimeter defenders set up just against Kevin Durant. They since traded him, but they had three perimeter defenders built just to attack Kevin Durant on the perimeter whenever he touched the ball. Huh. Come on, man. Like, so, so like, you got to think about that. They, they don't have it anymore because uh, whatever, you know, con- um, contracts, et cetera, and people go their own separate ways or whatever. But you see teams being built against this, against this team. Everybody's attacking it a different way, and we're seeing who, uh, who's better at it. You see you can body up the, um, the Warriors, and, and, and it, it shows that it's working. And you know what? I mean, like, before we end up, like, just going totally out on this, right? Again, I just yeah. want to say, I got mad respect for Kevin Durant. I think no, 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 no. We no, can no. close it that way. I think Kevin Durant, <laughs> I think Kevin Durant <laughs> might be the best player in the NBA, but I don't know because the suck ass motherfucker has all the help in the world, and I mean we can't go on that. Like, <laughs> well, the better than you podcast. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Yo, that's wild. God bless. Yo. <laughs> God bless. <laughs> yeah, I know.